futures and options on futures may involve substantial risk and may not be suitable for all investors. Thank you for tuning in to Trading Futures with Laura, a show where Laura Taylor, a futures trading industry rock star and one of RJO Futures top analysts, takes your futures trading questions and answers them on air. Nervous about trading futures? Or do you just want to know more? Got questions? Email her for your chance to have your questions answered on air. Laura will put your mind at ease. So sit back, relax, and learn the ABCs of trading futures with Laura. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Laura Taylor, Senior Market Strategist at RJO Futures in Chicago. Um, I have a, a, a trio of questions here I'm going to address today. Uh, inquiring traders want to know what can move the markets this week. And um, some of the questions were focused on the Jackson Hole Conference, which starts today. Um, they wanted to know what's the big deal about the meeting in Jackson Hole. Um, meeting began, just a little background, you know, this meeting began in 1978 as an economics conference. Uh, it's hosted by the Kansas City Fed, which is one of the 12 regional federal reserves created by the United States government. Um, there's a history of important policy decisions that are unveiled at the Jackson Hole Conference uh, because they're, they're, the implications that come out of this conference are not just for the U.S. economy, but they are implications for world markets as well. Uh, in 1982, they moved the location to Jackson Hole, uh, probably for the scenery and, and the uh, activities that are offered in that part of the country. But um, it, it was also was the year when Fed Chair Paul Volcker attended the conference, and that set a precedent of sorts, as most uh, subsequent conferences were attended by the Fed chairpersons as well as other macroeconomists, macro excuse me, and monetary policy scholars. Okay, so what should we expect this year? Uh, you need to know the theme is macroeconomic policy in an uneven economy. And the conference watchers will keenly follow this year as it is expected to have uh, U.S. Treasury Janet Yellen and Federal Chairman Jerome Powell in attendance. Uh, it's rare to have the U.S. Treasury Secretary attend these conferences. Um, although it's not uh, Yellen's first time there, she did uh, attend previously when she was Fed Chairman. If both speak today or this week, it'll be interesting uh, if they get together to provide solutions to the uneven economy. Uh, they have to uh, answer some big questions facing the U.S. economy, which will also impact the world economy. Uh, investors and traders will be listening to see if Powell mentions the word taper in his speech, or other signals uh, more uh, about more possible U.S. rate hikes. Uh, Powell is scheduled to speak on Friday this week. Uh, a few Fed governors have been on the interview circuit as well with more aggressive comments. It sounds like no matter what the other economic reports say, their main goal is to get inflation to the 2% level as soon as they can. Uh, that does not sound as dovish as the minutes from the last FOMC meeting sounded. Uh, the more hawkish they sound, the lower the market can go. And remember, high interest rates cuts into the corporate earnings. And that is why it affects the stock market so negative, in a, such a negative fashion. Okay, so the next question uh, asked, um, 
the the ties how does this how much lower how does it tie into the market how much lower will the markets go well unfortunately uh my crystal ball is still in the shop uh for repairs i don't know about yours i i in my heart, I don't believe it will go to the June lows unless we get some big surprises out of the upcoming reports like the uh, GDP, the CPI, and the PPI, um, all scheduled to come out before the next FOMC meeting. Uh, you know, I like the technicals. I, 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 I favor them. I can see them. I can get a pattern of where the market has been and where it may be going. Um, charts show good support at the 4100 level and the E-mini S&P. I mean, if we reach that level or close to it, the RSI, the Relative Strength Index, uh, could fall below 25, and that suggests we could be oversold. Just as I suggested the market may be lined up for a sell when the RSI was above 75 and the market failed to hold a close above 4,300, the opposite could signal a buy. So 4,100, can't hold it, goes below it. RSI is below 25 or below, you know, you want to probably still say short. If it doesn't happen and it looks like you're holding support at that 4,100 level, you may may get a bounce. So the the market direction coming in today, today's session was sideways to up. Uh, watch to see if we get a bounce off of today's low and check out the chart. And if you're itching to buy and are extremely impatient, uh, do what you feel is right for you. But keep in mind, your investor's stop will probably have to be a pretty hefty one in case we test that 4,100 level again. If you're a trader and using a money stop, you probably uh, do not want to risk more than a close below 4,100 as well or base your risk on the low today. We haven't settled yet, so just keep an eye on that. Um, if you're a bear and are anticipating the fall to the 4,100 level, the same applies, but I think your risk for this level, uh, from this level is greater uh, using today's high as your barometer for risk. You know, choose your side and then make sure you use your risk management rules. I, I always recommend to my customers, write out your rules, keep them handy so you don't forget them. I've got mine taped to the side of my, uh, my monitor here uh, at the desk, but uh, wherever you find they would be best for you to just glance at and, and remember what they are. Last question, what reports are due out this week that can move the markets? Okay, it's a big week with uh, different economic news plus the, the meeting, of course in Jackson Hole. So a big week starts with new home sales tomorrow at 9 o'clock a.m. Chicago time. Wednesday, we've got durable goods at 7.30 a.m. Chicago time. Then we've got the GDP second estimates at 7.30 a.m. It's based on more complete data uh, from the previous report. Uh, On Thursday at 7.30 a.m., accompanied by the jobless claims at the same time, Uh, I would think that these reports could bring the biggest reaction to the direction of the market. And Friday, we have personal income at 7.30 a.m. Chicago. So Thursday, we got a a, a double whammy. We've got the uh, second estimates from GDP and and the job numbers. Uh, That's, uh, you know, if if the Fed sees what the the job numbers are on Thursday, it could affect uh, what Jerome Powell says in his speech at the um, Jackson Hole meeting on Friday. So these are just things that you want to be on the lookout for. I want to thank everybody who put in a question, and I hope I've answered them to uh, the best of my ability and to your satisfaction. Uh, If not, and you want to speak further on these subjects or anything else, 
please give me a call or send me an email, and I'd be more than happy to, uh, you know, go a little further, a, a little deeper, if you wish. In the meantime, uh, thank you for your for listening, and um, good luck and good trading. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in to Trading Futures with Laura. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for listening to Trading Futures with Laura, and we'll catch you in the next episode.